Welcome to Being Mrs. S, Forever Newlywed, a podcast for the self-assured woman. I'll be talking about my life as a married woman. There will be some tea, plenty of shade, my views about world events, and sometimes me just plain devil's advocate. So, let's get into it. Hello, my Smooners. How are you guys doing? Um, I'm doing okay. It's quite early. Today's what? May... May the 3rd. And uh, I, I'm doing this this episode um, after watching President Biden's first 100 days address to Senate, it, well, to, the, to Congress, um, and then the rebuttal by Tim Scott. And I'm I and I'm I'm guessing this is probably why the Washington Post ran with the story as well because Tim Scott made a comment um, outside of everything else he said, but the one thing he said um, was that America was not racist. Now, I'm not going to argue about that comment saying America is not racist. There, there. Yes, you could say that there's some truth to that, obviously, that the country itself is not racist. Um, I, President Biden and uh, and uh, Vice President Kamala Harris have come out and they've kind of co-signed to that with some additional extra things that they have said um, as to where they come from when speaking about racism, but there's a lot of systemic racism and so many other problems that that have to do with racism that are going on in this country that need to be addressed. So that when Tim Scott is in, in front of the national um, the TV or whatever, making comments like that, it's very problematic, you know, because it, it seems as if he's not aware of the, the different things that are going on in this country um, that uh, since slavery and so on and so forth should have been abolished are still going on. Case in point, the story we're going to talk about today. Um, this is a um, post. This was a, a um, was put out there by the Washington Post. I saw it on Twitter, and then I went in to look for it. The The topic is, Black man enslaved by white restaurant manager should be awarded more than $500,000, the court says. So I'm going to read it. Um, this was published uh, May 2nd, 2021. A Black man with intellectual disabilities who was enslaved for five years at a restaurant in Conway, South Carolina, should be awarded double the amount of restitution from the white man now imprisoned for the crime, according to a recent ruling. As part of his 2019 guilty plea to a forced labor charge, Bobby Paul Edwards, who is 56, was sentenced to 10 years in prison and ordered by a court to pay back John Christopher Smith, 
who's the person that was enslaved, $273,000 in unpaid wages and overtime compensation at J&J Cafeteria. The Court of Appeals for the Fourth Circuit ruled on April 21st that the previous amount decided by a district court had erred in not accounting for federal labor laws and titling him to $546,000 or double the amount he was owed from his imprisonment between 2009 and 2014. Though physical, uh, through physical violence, threats, and intimidation, Edwards cursed Smith, who is now 43, into working more than 100 hours per week without pay. The Washington Post reported. The appellate court sent the ruling back to the district court to recalculate Smith's award based on the delay in getting his payment under federal labor laws. When an employer fails to pay those amounts, regular and overtime pay, the employee suffers losses, which includes the loss of the use of that money during the period of delay, the court argued in its filing. Edwards' public defender didn't immediately respond to a request for comment about the latest ruling. Smith started washing dishes and bussing tables at J&J Cafeteria in 1990 when he was just 12 years old. Okay. I'm not sure how... I'm not sure if that that date is right. The year is right. But because I've, I've gone and, and done some more research. But let me continue reading. When he was just 12 years old, he had loved his full-time employment there when the business was operated by Edwards' relatives, according to court documents. But when Edwards took over managing the restaurant... In September 2009, paid wages and decent treatment would soon be non-existent. Edwards moved Smith into a roach-infested apartment he owned that Smith's attorneys later described as subhuman, deplorable, and harmful to human health. Smith was forced to work more than 100 hours each week without pay and no days off as Edwards took advantage of of the black man's mild cognitive disability court records date. Edwards' reign of terror included keeping Smith isolated from his family, threatening to have him arrested, and calling him racial slurs. Smith said he felt like he was in prison with the threat of death. Most of the time I felt unsafe, like Bobby could kill me if he wanted, he said, according to court records. I wanted to get out of that place so bad, but couldn't think about how I could without being hurt. Smith alleged the Edwards injured him that Edwards injured him many times over the years. He was whipped with belts and kitchen pans and punched multiple times by Edwards court record state. One of the more heinous alleged acts of brutality came when Edwards thought Smith didn't deliver fried chicken to the buffet as quickly as he demanded. In response, Edwards dipped metal tongs into hot grease and press them into Smith's neck, according to court records. Fellow employees at the restaurant who heard or had seen the abuse were reluctant to report it out of fear of Edwards. Janine Keynes helped put an end to Smith's abuse when she reported Edwards to authorities in October 2014. Keynes had a daughter-in-law who worked at the restaurant and got involved because she cared about Smith's safety, according to W. YFF. Customers that were going in there would hear stuff and they didn't know what was going on. 
and they would ask the waitresses and the waitresses were so scared of Bobby they wouldn't tell them then what it was Smith was immediately taken into adult protective services and Edwards was charged with second degree assault an attempt to establish peonage, slavery involuntary servitude or human trafficking For stealing his victim's freedom and wages, Mr. Edwards has earned every day of his sentence, Sherry A. Linden, U.S. Attorney for the District of South Carolina, said in 2019. The U.S. Attorney's Office will not tolerate forced or exploitative labor in South Carolina, and we are grateful to the watchful citizen and our partners in law enforcement who put a stop to this particularly cruel violence. So that's what the article says. So it's it's a good thing at least it mentions the 2014 um, case because that's how long this has been going on. This is 2021 and they're appealing the initial judgment of the 200 and whatever, whatever, saying it should be double that. Um, and we're talking about this in 2021. So let's go back to 2014 or should we go back to 1990? which the article is saying he started working there. But um, in 20... So so I read you the uh, the, the title of the article, right? It's, it says, Black Man... Black Man Enslaved by White Restaurant Manager, right? That's 2021. In 2014, when this guy was actually the guy the bobby guy was arrested conway man arrested for assault and battery of employee that's what the article said the article the headline of the article said conway man arrested for assault and battery of employee you see the difference in the way that the and, and it might have to do with the the uh outlet you where the news is coming from you know the headline is supposed to grab your attention or whatever who knows maybe that's why they do it the way they do but i'm just wanting you to notice the difference so this is an article in 2014 when he was actually arrested and the headline says conway man arrested for assault and battery of employee um a conway man was arrested by the south carolina law enforcement division wednesday for assaulting one of his employees Bobby Paul Edwards, owner of J&J Cafeteria in Conway, was charged with second-degree assault and battery. His bond was set at $10,000. Edwards was charged after a complaint of abuse and torture was made by the Department of Social Services. According to an arrest warrant, Edwards engaged in a partner of beating and torturing his employee, including burning him, beating him with a belt, choking him, slapping him, and punching him with a closed fist. Because of the injuries, the victim had burned scars all over his body, scratches and other scars from being hit with an object such as a belt, according to the arrest warrant. Conway police assisted DSS in the initial interviews of the employee. According to a Conway police report, DSS took the employee to an undisclosed location for his safety after he agreed to leave the business, the, the report said. The president of the Conway NAACP, Abdullah Mustafa, says the South Carolina Law Enforcement Division didn't immediately put Edwards in handcuffs when he was informed of the abuse. So they were told the the, um, South Carolina Law Enforcement Division was told about the abuse. They didn't arrest the guy. You know, (laughs) they just uh, took a report and this guy, 
at the end of the day, I guess when he had a warrant out or something, um, he walked in and, and turned himself in on his own. Um, so that's that. That was 2014. That's the article in 2014. Now the in 2017, man speaks up out. Man speaks about abuse at South Carolina restaurant. I wanted to get out of there a long time, so I'm going to play this um, blurb, a little thing about uh, they were talking to him, and here's what he has to say. This is um, Chris, the person who was abused by this guy. Okay, let's see. Cue this up real quick. Um, I guess I should have had that ready. I wanted to get out of there a long time ago, but I ain't had no... Chris Smith still cringes when he thinks about it. He worked for 23 years at the Edwards family-owned J&J cafeteria, mainly as a dishwasher. He was hired when he was 12 years old. Six years in, Bobby took over. I get along with his wife, his mama, his daddy, his cousin, his brother. I can get along with all of them, but it's just, I can't get along with it's just him. It's just him. When Bobby started, he says... So did the abuse, telling us Bobby beat him, also burned him with cooking grease, often leaving scars. And he says the Edwards family did nothing to stop it. They knew. I don't know. But they were there when they were doing it. They didn't know. He had no support, he says, forced to stay in an apartment behind the kitchen. It wasn't, it wasn't really a living condition anyway. That is the lawyer office with, with uh, there's a bed in it. Uh, it's an office with a bed in it. There wasn't no kitchen or nothing in it. Smith says he was kept from his mom, dad, and six siblings. Advocates say he wasn't paid. He says he thinks he knows why. Excuse my French name, but I think he, he, he was racist. But I didn't know that, though, until somebody said, nah, nah, I know, nah. In 2014, a frequent customer, Janine Keynes, noticed Smith and called for help. She and Abdullah Mustafa, president of the Conway NAACP, who was with us during the interview, have been working to get him a better job and help. Now he's working in Conway and today is optimistic for new opportunities. Everybody on my side, that's how, that's how I like it. Okay, so that's the story. Um, from from the from the um, person who was abused, Chris Smith. Um, so basically, he was. He, they're, they're saying that he's mentally disabled. He has some um, developmental issues, and he started working at this place when he was twelve years old as a dishwasher. So he was there. Since the age of 12, he worked there for 23 years. That's from um, up until 2014. So he'd worked there for 23 years. He started working there when he was 12 years old. And uh, supposedly this Bobby Edwards guy took over managing the place uh, six years after that. So 
Chris Smith was now 18. So from 12 to 18, while he was working there as a dishwasher, they're saying that he was getting paid. And then when this Bobby guy took over, coincidentally, by the time Smith was now 18, he stopped being paid. Okay. Um, so he worked there for 23 years for at least the final 17 years. He said that Edwards beat him, burned him with cooking grease, forced him to live in a room behind the restaurant and refused to pay him. He was denied access to his own family. So, so I have a lot of questions. It's, there's a, you know, when all the words just start rushing to my brain and, and I start getting confused and I get really tongue tied, you know, I'm just like, I, I, I just, there's a lot to, to unpack here. There's a lot to talk about here and it's, I, I don't get it. Why is he working at 12 years old? Now it's possible that, you know, just a cute thing. Maybe they know the the restaurant around the corner, your friends with their family, you know, with their family. It's like my little son um, just wants to get something to do. Can he come over and work at your restaurant? And you guys say, yeah, sure. You know, he can wash dishes and things like that. We'll pay him something little, you know, and then you're fine with that. But he continues to do that year after year after year. And then when he gets to age 18, he stops getting paid. Now, at the age of 12, you're saying he was he was being paid at the age of 12. Where was that money going? Um, were his parents aware that he was getting paid? And, and then when he got to 18, were you not aware that the payment stopped? There's a huge problem here. And obviously, this... Uh, um, um, Smith guy was clearly racist. Uh, no, sorry, not Smith. Um, Edwards. Edwards Smith is the is the uh, victim. Um, Edwards was was clearly racist. Um, and the reason I was reading the the headlines and to show you the difference between the headline today and the, the headline back then. Back then, they, they didn't tag it as racism. They didn't tag it. They were more concerned, which, which when you think about the legalese, you know, it's very cut and dry. This guy was working for you. There's no evidence of you paying him. So it's very easy to obviously, you know, convict him on those charges, right? Because that's blatant. But this guy was clearly racist um it's in south carolina he treated this guy poorly but i want to also state that for 23 years 17 years this um chris smith endured racist treatment from this Restaurant, this Edwards guy in this J and J cafeteria. People heard, people saw this treatment. People saw it. Um, he had parents because it says he, he the guy kept him from seeing his dad, his mom, and his six siblings. Six. That whole family. 
for 23 years didn't come looking for their their child their brother their son for 23 years the whole family didn't look for him for 23 years co-workers that lived that worked with him witnessed this behavior and nobody pointed it out nobody said guy you can't treat this person like this we're talking about 1990 then we 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 got into 2000 then we got into now it's 20 years since 2000 right nobody said anything and then in 2014 smith was at a table um putting some food down this in 19 in 2014 janine Keynes, a frequent customer noticed scars on smith's body and called for help apparently he had come to the table to to drop um i guess to put her food down and she noticed the scars on the back of his neck right and this is how this whole thing started janine kane is a white woman The, the story is, it's just, <laughs> there are a lot of things to consider here. There are a lot of things to look into. There are a lot of things to, to take in because the reason racism continues in this country is because it is allowed to happen. People see injustice. People see things that are going on that are terrible and they don't speak out against it. For different reasons. Um, I don't understand. If, even if you didn't want to look at it from the, the racist point of view. I don't understand how his whole entire family. Nobody came out and said, where is my son? Now, obviously, when a child gets to the age of 18, there's the emancipation thing. Now they're an adult. They get to take care of themselves. However... Every article I've read, everything I looked up when I looked up the story states that he had a disability. You know, he had some mental issues. So even though, yes, he's 18 and he can fend for himself, the family could have at least checked in on him. You know, what's going on with this? What's going on with my son? He's been working for you. I haven't heard from him, this, that, and the other. They didn't. And in all the articles, the only thing we hear about the family is he kept him away from his family. That's it. I don't understand how the family didn't come searching for him. Now I can see how they can keep him away from the family, but I don't see how the family can't come and ask, where's my son? I don't understand that. So I never saw, nobody talked about that. But isn't it amazing that for 23 years, nobody pointed out nobody sought to because everybody was aware of, of his mental disabilities and nobody thought to help him until this woman who is a white woman spoke up for him so what are the lessons learned here <laughs> a lot of times there is not going to be change until the people who are part of the issue speak up against the change speak speak up against the problem 
You know, I don't know if you pack more weight that the person who reported this guy was a white woman. Probably did. Not sure. I know I'm not sure if people took notice because it was a white woman who reported this. I don't know. But that's the issue here. That for 23 years, this guy was in this restaurant. People could see him. People could hear the abuse. You know, one thing they didn't know, I'm sure they may have thought because he works there, obviously everybody else who's working there is getting paid. So they didn't think about that, which is funny because that's how this guy got convicted. But they could see the abuse. They could see how this guy was talking to him, you know, was treating him, was hitting him with pots and pans and things like that. And nobody said anything. So there are very many, and this is just one story that we don't know what else is going on there. But here are the things that are still happening. This restaurant is still functioning in South Carolina. They're saying that it's under new management. Well, he will have to be because the, the, the guy is in jail right now. They said he's serving a, well, a 10 year sentence or something like that. I don't know how that's, well, I guess because of what they charged him with. I don't know if they charged him, you know, under the, the racism laws or things like that. But, um, they charged him with, um, well, I, I just read it. not paying his employee and things like that. I I have to go back and look at it. But anyway, so that's what I I don't know if it had anything to to do with the actual racism, the the way he, the the slavery or or things like that, or or charge him under the racist statute. If it was more just for the uh, employment and things like that, not paying him. And so, so he's in jail right now. And they're saying that the restaurant is under new management, but it's staying the new management is his family. So it's still in the family. I don't understand why that restaurant is allowed to continue. I don't understand why it's allowed to continue with the same family because um, Chris guy is saying that everybody knew his whole family. They were very much aware of what this guy was doing and nobody spoke up against it. So a lot needs to be done there's a lot of change. There's a lot more dialogue. There's a lot more of white people needing to come out and speak up and say, yes, this is going on. This is wrong. It needs to stop. It's not cute for anyone to come up on, on, uh, in front of the, the TV screen and say, America is not racist. You know, you can say the statement itself may be factual but that he that he's saying it is problematic because what you're trying to do is when you say things like that is you're ignoring the actual systemic racism that's going on right now this this is more than systemic this is this this story i just brought to you right now is flat out racism and slavery it's not even this one is not systemic this one is blatant when you have someone working for you you're beating them their scars on their body, you're not paying them. You're putting them in some corner, roach-infested, only God knows what, that doesn't have a kitchen, that doesn't have, you know, facilities for someone to clean themselves. This is where you have them, you know, huddled up, 
keeping them away from their family, things like that. I mean, what do you call that in today's world? <laughs> what is it? So, um, yeah, this, this is why I am, I thought to bring this up, um, to, to talk about the parallels between the way the story was talked about years ago, not so long ago, but in 2014 to 2017, how, how it was talked about, um, to fast forward to 2021 now where they're calling it out for exactly what it is. Um, and so in saying that, does it mean that things are looking up? Does it mean that the different movements that have occurred since since now we're we're able to there's there's social media and there's cameras that are ready to catch people in their racist behaviors and things like that um does it now show that people are more aware of it and and hopefully change is coming i don't know but um Thank God for social media, I guess. Uh, thank God for for more people speaking out. Thank God for Janine Keynes, this this um, white woman who, after how many years of this, uh, Chris enduring this kind of treatment, said, "Yeah, this has got to stop," and called it out. And that's what needs to happen more of people calling it out, more of people seeing injustice and saying, this is wrong. This shouldn't be happening. Um, so (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if I've managed to confuse you guys or so, because there was a lot I was reading and I was, I was horrified and I just thought that this is bananas. So let me know what your thoughts are. Leave me a voice note, 59 seconds, uh, comment on my Twitter or where you see this. Um, and uh, I'll circle back. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, please click on the support button.